Welcome to the Everyman Sports Podcast, the show for fans, by fans. No former pros, no so-called experts, just real passionate fans. From outside on a porch to inside a living room, in the parking lot of a stadium to the dining room table, friends and families chat about their teams, their games, and what makes them cheer. This is Everyman Sports. Hello and welcome to another episode of Everyman Sports. My name is Chad. I'm the owner-operator of this podcast. Our number is 626-427-7678. That's 626-427-7678. And you can find us across social media at Everyman Sports. With me this week is my dad. How are you? I'm doing grand this holiday season. This holiday season, a happy Hanukkah to all those who celebrate starting tonight. This is being recorded Sunday morning. And uh, a Merry Christmas very soon. I think the next episode, we will be recording Christmas Day, maybe? We'll have to see, because that's on a Wednesday. We usually record on a Wednesday, so I'll bring my stuff, and we can maybe do it at night or something. Who knows? Fantastic. And that'll be great. Uh, so a little bit late, but let's quickly talk about the week that was, week 15 in the NFL. I mean, just, just some marquee things that happened. Uh, Lamar Jackson pretty much solidified his MVP candidacy with five touchdowns against the Jets on Thursday night, 42-21. to 21. It makes you want to buy that number eight jersey, doesn't it? It, it really does, and that was mainly in the second half because the first half, the Jets actually – they didn't too do terrible, although they had a terrible, I don't even know why, what's his name, Devlin? It wasn't Devlin, but he's got 48. He was an inside linebacker, and he's playing He's playing safety on a, on Hollywood Brown, and it, it was just, it was a mess. Um, but I had I knew the Jets weren't going to win that game, and plus you saw Lamar Jackson, like that's a that was a big coming out party for him as well. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, he's the, uh, the flavor of the year. I mean, and he might just have that staying power because he doesn't take hits. He, he he can stand up right in the pocket, but he also, when he's running, he doesn't take shots. Like, he doesn't get well, hit. Yeah, all the great ones. I mean, Emmett Smith didn't get, you know, that many yards by, by getting full, uh, you know, full contact. Barry it, Sanders, it, of they're, course. They're, they're able to dive underneath. The, underneath. Yeah. They, they get lower quicker. Yeah, and... And and that's true on the offensive line. You know, all that that's a great skill no matter what position you play. That is true. Uh, well, it turns out the Patriots, believe it or not, did not need the uh, videotape to help them beat the Bengals 34-13, to although that first the score, half... yeah, makes it look like it was a total domination. But uh, the Patriots, like uh, most games lately, they sorted out. Yeah, that second half was, uh, was their saving grace because the first half, I mean, Bengals kept yeah. it close. No. So that happened there. Packers held on to the continue their winning ways against bad teams with a 31, 21-13 over the Bears. They've got uh, Rodgers, but they're thin at almost everything else. But how do they do it? That, that record's amazing. Because it's, it's Rodgers. You, you had it right there. That was, that was the key. Um, Houston took control and pretty much knocked Tennessee out. Although made it a little bit harder, I should say, for them to sneak into the playoffs with a win, the Texans over the Titans, twenty-four to twenty. And that's like uh, four uh, division titles in the last five years. Yeah, something like that. Because fast forward a little bit, of course, uh, the Texans but beat the Buccaneers the, to win the South. <laughs> yeah, Houston, Houston with that win. Uh, Eli Manning is going to finish his career at five hundred, above five hundred. I forget which. Uh, I think right at. Right at with final home game, final likely start now that Daniel Jones is back, thirty six to twenty over the Dolphins. So he goes out with a hero's uh, 
celebration at home. Yeah. But um, it's interesting because he goes out and uh, Coughlin goes out, but on a different team. Yeah, yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah, with the uh, Jaguars. Uh, speaking of them, they they beat the Raiders twenty to sixteen. But of course, now they also Shakon let go of um, uh, Tom Coughlin because that's Coughlin being an old school coach and and you know basically uh, levying fines. Because I don't know yeah. your your mustache was too long. I, you well, know. it basically came down to um, he said he sets the clocks uh, ten twenty minutes ahead of the time, and then you're late if you're early. Right. So I mean, yeah. yeah. So and basically, it, you know, enough that where the union filed a, a grievance against him, pretty, sure. pretty much won, and then put out a statement said, "Look, if you are a free agent and you're looking for teams, remember this: if the Jaguars come calling, so." I mean, it it had to it had to happen. Look, yeah. I mean, you know, General Patton had to be uh, ushered out as well once upon a time. So uh, Churchill. I mean, there's a whole list of them. Right. Yeah. So you know, uh, wartime consigliaries and peacetime consigliaries, and you know, I you have get to, it. You got to figure that out. Yeah. Um, and uh, the Cowboys. Roughed up the Rams, forty-four to twenty-one. <laughs> oh, shocking, wasn't it? It was, and and what also was shocking that afternoon as well last week was the Falcons with a last-minute touchdown against the Niners, twenty-nine to twenty-two. I mean, what she can say is that the Niners' passing game is not. I mean, it hasn't been strong all year, but especially in this game. Uh, yeah, but you know, uh, Matt Ryan. He, I saw this thing that in his career, he was four and zero against uh, the top-rated def- uh, pass defenses. Right. In his career, and sure enough, he made it five. Yeah, I mean, you had that stat last week, and I, you know, they showed it to me. Now it took it took until the very end for them to overcome, but. And, you know, again, the Niners' passing offense has been struggling, but they control the clock with the run game. And, like, even George Kettle was kept pretty quiet. So He's a fun guy, isn't he? He's a fun guy, and, he, yeah, he's a beast, too. Like he's, he's the best cheerleader in the league? He is. He's the new Gronk, not only in terms of just performance, but, like, unstoppable. Like, you, he is somebody when he's out in the open. And even when he's not, we saw him carry all those defenders. But how do you not only that? So that that's the str- the strength, the power, and he looks a little slender. Yeah, he is. But and but he's got track speed. He does. I think he surprises DBs. I mean, th- this is a once in a lifetime talent. Again, we see at that position. Uh, Saints Saints roughed up the Colts thirty four to seven. Uh, Alvin Kamara has been a fantasy nightmare for myself as well. The whole year. The whole year. He hasn't scored a touchdown since week three. It's been it's been unbelievable, and uh, in a game that got flexed to Sunday night, the Bills go into Pittsburgh seventeen to ten over Duck Hodges and the Steelers to cement their second playoff appearance in three years, which is a big deal for Buffalo. Yeah, so they've made the uh, turn. I think so, uh, and they got strong. And fast forwarding a little bit to this week, as I said, this is Sunday being recorded, and now that the bowl games have started. The NFL now has their Saturdays open, and they can put a lot of games there. And that's right. just what they did. They had, um, of course, they started off with the Houston Houston winning a game, which from the beginning it looked like they were just going to run away with, but a close score of 23-20. to 20. Jameis Winston started off with two consecutive interceptions in the first two drives. 
Well, you know, what was crazy is the line was three, three and a half, depending on what you got. Three, yeah. But, how, you know, I was shocked that you could have four, five, four interceptions and basically cover the spread. Yeah, and that's... Or at least push. I mean, that, 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 that's an accomplishment in itself. That is. Um, well, it's enough because as, you know, prior to this game, the Buccaneers announced that they would be retaining Jameis Winston for next year. So they're going to get another crack at him. Um, I mean, well, what I, do you make of it? I mean, these interceptions don't No. Um, but as of right now, with the talent that's coming out in the draft at the quarterback position, there's too many mouths to feed. And so why go with, you know, I understand their right. logic. You know, are they going to be competing for a playoff position next year? I don't know. It all depends what I, they do. Well, I think that's going to be a popular choice for uh, surprise teams because they, uh, they're they number one against the run. Well, yeah, that's because they also they lose enough games where the teams pass on them, and then they say, well, we just got to spend the rest of the time running out the clock. <laughs> um, I, you know, and they're get, Arians is probably going to be like, you know what? I've, this is my first year here down here. This is my first year with this offense. Let's give it a second year. Look, after next year, after after next season, there are no more excuses. And there's, yeah. I think, next year is the make or break. It's his final yeah. year, Winston, because Arians isn't going anywhere unless his heart gives out again. And yeah, but that guys love to play for him. Yeah. So I think Winston, the the pressure will all be on Winston next year. It is his final chance to start. Otherwise, he's going to go somewhere and be a backup for the rest of his career. So, uh, but so yeah, the tech- well, that's a, yeah. There's a few quarterbacks in that situation. Cam Newton, right? Well, Cam's going to go. Like there's, I don't think he's he's not coming back. They, they let go of Ron Rivera. Right. Like it's a changing of the guard. This new owner is going to want to start completely over. Or at least work with what he has. And then you got Teddy Bridgewater, who did everything they asked of him, and he's and he's uh, you know consummate team player. He's he's back in the choir. You don't hear a word from him. No. Uh, and you know, I mean, I think a lot of people are going to try to uh, you know shake the pillowcase see if they can get him. Right. Well, that also depends on what Breeze is going to do. Because if Breeze stays, then yeah, Bridgewater might go. But if Breeze, if if they win the Super Bowl this year, I'm pretty certain Breeze will retire because he's you know he's he's starting. Well, you well, you know, there's only two types of football players: uh, those that quit football, and most of them, football quits them. So you got Brady, you got some of these guys in that category. Which one will he be? I think Breeze is the type who's gonna he's gonna walk out before it gives He'll up. He'll quit on him. football. I think so. Like that's that can, just seems can like Tom Brady do that? Uh, it's not look. I mean, well, look, uh, Buffalo almost pulled out a victory in New England, twenty four to seventeen. If they learn, if they would learn how to tackle, I mean, I mean, yeah, that is that's my complaint the whole year, really. Yeah, in the NFL. Well, but I mean, poor tackling, the practices that everybody wants to walk through. Nobody wants to hit when they hit. They just want impact. They don't want to wrap it up. Right. But again, halftime adjustments by the Patriots helped them out with the win. Um, and, I mean, you now you're hearing very slight – like, and I've talked about it. Belichick and his you, – you're, you're not going to stay here too late. I'm going to get you out before. Yeah. And right now Brady does not – like he didn't – he was – 
he he's been taking a lot this year, and I well, think that, that two that two point play was a spread buster right there. That, yeah, that was a backbreaker. I think we all knew it was coming too. Yeah, because they wanted that. Nice I mean, I had the Bills six and a half, and it could have covered except for that two point. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, exactly what you're saying with Brady. Like he might be one who's gonna wait for football to quit on him, but it's probably not going to be in a Patriot uniform. Well. Sometimes uh, Joe Theismann things can happen too. Who knows? But maybe not in today's football. Who knows? Uh, I don't know. Don't forget, it happened in Bridgewater not too long ago. And then the and, Ni- yeah, yeah. and speaking of the Niners up against their um, hated rivals, the Rams, pull out a victory on a last-second field goal by Robbie Gold, thirty-four to thirty-one against the Rams. And yeah, but it would, that was a that was a good show by Goff. I mean, I, I basically had him dead and buried. Well, after last week, you know. And then they crushed uh, Dallas, and then they, I mean, got, Dallas, uh, they got crushed by Dallas, and then he bounces back. But very inconsistent, a lot like uh, Deshaun Watson. I mean, he he's a very uh, – Goff is not – like, Goff is, you know, uh, an, an advanced game manager. Like, he can throw the ball, but he's not going to be making the plays, you know? Yeah, well, you know, he doesn't take the heat well. No. No, he doesn't. Right? No, but when they roll him out like they did and stuff like that, yeah. I mean, I wonder what that's going to do with Seattle, because when he goes outside the pocket and then you know he's not feeling that that straight ahead rush, yeah, he, he was very effective yesterday. I mean, that's, they got a lot of big plays. They did, they did, but just just not enough, or at least that defense gave up too much. Um, so we'll see what we'll see what um, how the Forty Niners do going forward into the playoffs. Uh, as well with that. So speaking of week 16, what are some of your best bets this week on this Sunday? Well, I I, I had three all lined up, and then we had to delay this, and I got to see a little bit of action this week. And, I mean, I like the Bills, right? Yeah. And, uh, that, that was, you know. That, that didn't work. Point. It was close. Yeah. Then then I had um, the, the Saints and the Vikings. Now I'm thinking without Cook and without that other running back, I mean, and again, Rodgers, I mean, five and a half is too much. Yeah, the, yeah, the Vikings are both down. Madison, uh, Matheson, I should say, and, um, and so. Cook. But that's going to be a nightmare on the ground, no? Yeah, it is. Uh, Minnesota put it getting... all on on Cousins versus um, Rodgers. Rodgers, but you don't take f- Rodgers, right? Right, but don't forget, Green Bay's got a bad defense, especially their set. Like they're twenty fourth in points allowed. Well, do you see a track meet? I do. Indoors. I abs- yeah. I think so. That's what that's what sure. I'm seeing. Yeah. I mean, it could be a good show. Um, five. Yeah. I, I I would say take the Packers. Five and a half. I mean. Yeah, I would take the Packers plus five, five and a half. Right. right. But I I could for I could foresee the Vikings winning because I see that being a touchdown or like a six point game, something like that, where yeah. it's gonna it's gonna be the the difference is gonna be one score. Yeah. Then yeah. is it a field goal or is it a? Um, yeah, I, I, don't I, think... I, I don't trust the Vikings without the running game because okay. all year, it's, uh, as as Cook goes, they go. Right. Yeah, he's been the antithesis of Kamara. Um, so yeah, so Packers plus five, and then you said yeah. Then the other one I was thinking of the, the Ravens. That sounded easy, right? I mean, they they lost a week. The last time they lost was to the Browns that they played this week uh, today. Yeah, and uh, that was like forty nine to twenty five, something crazy, right? Then he, 
after that, they won 10 straight. Now they're back. You figure that's revenge. But 10 and a half? I could see it. I mean, the Browns are on a downswing. They lost to the Cardinals last week in Arizona. Um, right. uh, Beckham's been chirping, you know, get you know, telling telling opposing teams, come and get me, come and get me. And he doesn't mean on the field. He means in the offseason. Right. Um, right, right. You know, I don't know. I mean, look, the Browns are going to be lucky if they make 8-8, eight and eight, I think. I'm just saying that line is 10 and a half. And don't forget, now Baltimore has to keep pace. You know, they, yeah. they can't. Well, my instinct was, yeah, the Ravens. That was my instinct, right? Now I'm thinking maybe, but, you know, you can't trust the Browns to do much. Right. This year. I mean, very the most disappointing team, no? The Browns? I mean, absolutely. But everybody have them going to the Super Bowl, so it's not like. Yeah. But but it's it's felt like that way forever. Like I don't yeah. they just I don't know. I mean, well, I know they just keep screwing it up, but just the ways they screw it up are just right. ridiculous. Yeah, so the other one I was looking at was um uh Arizona to play in Seattle. The Cardinals at Seattle. Seattle's giving eight and a half. Yeah, I was seeing like nine, nine and a half. I mean, that's a but, lot, but I, I don't know if the Cardinals could keep track because I see that like 34-17. Mm-hmm. I see. Well, it's interesting because there's uh, there's a lot. I think there's more money now on uh, Arizona with, with the nine and a half. Right. You know, like the majority, like 55% of the money or something like that. Yeah. So, so that that's, that's an interesting play because you'd think Seattle – I guess everybody's high on Seattle. Yeah, I mean, of course they are. Now, and now I'm gonna, I wanna, I'm interested to see, is this Arizona? Because they're going up to Seattle, which is outdoors. It's you know, December twenty second. They're in Seattle. They're in. They are at Seattle. Right. This is the okay. So this is this is their first cold weather game. And I don't know how Kinsbury does with the cold weather, but I mean, it's 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 the week of of Christmas, it's probably going to be really cold up in the Pacific Northwest. I don't know how Kinsbury's going to really perform well because their last since they, cause yeah. they, haven't, they haven't played a cold weather game unless you count the giant game uh, on October 20th, a cold weather. But, but what's been tough this year is to take, um, to try to cover like seven and a half on up. Yeah. It's been tough. So when you're getting that nine and a half, ten and a half, yeah, you know these teams don't have to, you know, cash checks to pay rent. They they just have to win the game. That's very true. No, I would take. Uh, I would have to say that I would take. Um, pardon me. Uh, C- uh, Seattle there, Seattle giving. I think they can cover that. Okay. Yeah, I think that's that one's not too difficult. Um, <laughs> Moving over to college football, Joe Burrows. Joe Burrow is your uh, Heisman Trophy winner. Your your Bengals uh, new quarterback. Your third number one draft pick, Joe Burrow, Heisman Trophy winner. Well, we'll see how he does at the workouts, but you know, I mean, that was a pretty. And then who goes second? Uh, probably Young, probably the defensive lineman, Chris Young. Yeah, he's like he's like once in a whatever right pick, and also depends on what Jalen. Jalen Hurts decides to do as well. But with all these running quarterbacks, I mean, you you need these edge rushers. 
They're big time. Yeah, absolutely. And um, Navy. Any more Bosa's in the pipeline? Yeah, there's one. There's also one at a. What's its face? Uh, oh, at the at Ohio State. Nice. Yeah. So all of that. And let's see what else. Oh, um, Navy beats Army for the first time in three years in the annual Army Navy game. Yeah, that line was like ten or something like that. What was that final score? Oh gosh, because they they usually play close and low. Well, of course, but also Navy knows. Hey, you know, remember they don't give out scholarships. You know, if you're going, if you're playing at Navy, it's because you want to go into the Navy. Uh, Thirty-one to seven. Yeah, and don't forget yeah. also, that's unusual too. Right. Well, they just ran the ball. They actually threw the ball a couple times, which is very surprising. But they do like a, a triple wing. Yeah. So yeah, it's old school. Right. But also Navy. Navy was uh, ten and two. They were uh, their twenty third mm-hmm. ranked this season. So it's a big deal. But yeah, yeah, it's a good Navy team. Bowl season already started. A uh, couple of big outcomes: fifty one to forty one, Kent State over Ohio- Utah State, and the Frisco Bowl. And then over um, Boise State. No, Utah State. Kent State oh, over Utah, Utah State. Okay. No, Boise State. It was the uh, Chris Peterson Bowl. Uh, Chris Peterson, the former uh, Boise State head coach, who left Washington, left for Washington, and now he's out at Washington. He's stepping down. Thirty-eight to seven in the Las Vegas Bowl against his old team. Right, which is a big deal. And Appalachian State wins their New Orleans Bowl, thirty-one to seventeen over UAB. So the twentieth-ranked Mountaineers of Appalachian State um, making some noise. Nice, making some noise in that respect. Um. Moving over to baseball, a uh, couple more signings. Of course, Garrett Cole, he signed his, he got his contract. A million dollars to start. Pretty much. And I did not know this, but of course he pulls out this sign that he made as a child, and they found... Uh, yeah, it turns out he didn't make it. What? Tell me about yes, it. Tell me this yes. one. Yes, it turned out he didn't make it. He got somebody who had it, and then he went to the game and carried it. Yeah, so ah. that's kind of interesting angle there. Yeah, for sure. And then, but yeah, so, but they did see find a. But picture. he did hold it up. Yes. Yeah, exactly. they found a picture of him. So. Yeah, sure. I but, saw. Still, but still, the fact that he had it, and kept it, that's that's still something. Right, right. Of course, but you know, there's there's haters. Well, of course. It you know it's 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 unfortunately it's popular to uh, not be kind to to rich people. No. Uh, a season after Dallas Keuchel had to wait till July to get signed, he now signs a deal with the White Sox, three years, fifty-five million. But there's no draft pick attached to him, you know. And I so, think, man, I think it's he, just what? Yeah, that's just a money thing for the team. Who for the White Sox? Yeah. I they mean, don't. They don't have to give up anything. No, yeah, they don't have to because he's a year removed from his, you know, his big year. But I mean, also, you know, Gio Gonzalez was signed by the White Sox a couple days ago. Um, So now, White Sox. I mean, the White Sox have been trying for a while to. But they're like the stepchild in in uh, Chicago. Oh, absolutely! Like they they're not even considered Chicago. Like when when they won the World Series in oh what was that oh three? Like it was just a blip because it wasn't the Cubs. Like they. Right, like you think it's bad for the Mets in New York, like it's worse for the White Sox in Chicago. They barely consider yeah. that Chicago. 
for sure. So they're, they're trying. Didi Gregorius follows his coach down to Philadelphia. Um, yeah, and now, now you got a couple of Methavens. Sure, of course. But it, right? Because yeah. Wheeler yeah. himself, right? The, the, the trash in New York. Yeah, of course. And no, Matt, no, no, what do you make of Wheeler? It's going to be a, a big upside after the surgery. He's better. He's not the old guy that we saw. Right, but he has a he has a high fly ball rate, and the the stadium is so small, so it's going to go out. He's going he's going to give up a lot of home runs for sure. Right, so that means he's going to lose some. Right, but yeah, also with the White Sox, they also side Yasmani Grandel, who's one of the top uh, uh, catchers. So he goes there. So the White Sox have a new catcher, two starters on the front end. They re-signed Jose Abreu, who's their power hitter from, I think he's Cuban. But, I mean, this is a guy okay. he, in, was it? So he's 33, but he's played in the league, I think, like, for six years. and he's A 33-year-old catcher? No, no, no. Jose Abreu is their first baseman. Oh, oh okay. That's... He's Cuban. He's been playing for six years for them. He's already hit 179 homers, 611 wow. RBIs, so, and a two, 293 uh, batting average in his six years in the majors. So that's a good that, one that they held on to. That's huge. Yeah. And is he bat left-handed? Uh, no, I believe he's a righty, if I remember correctly. Hmm. Let me double-check okay. on that. Madison Bumgardner goes to the Arizona Diamondbacks, so he stays in the division. And he gets to play out his career in the, in he, the He's not a fly ball pitcher, is he? No. No, he's a strikeout pitcher. Um, and a very good one. And also, he's great in the playoffs. Jose Abreu is a righty batter. He bats right. Okay. Um, and uh, Corey Kluber goes from the Indians to the Rangers for a bag of balls, really. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's the Rangers, Yogi. That's right. And... The Mets make two signings, of course, Michael Waka as a starter, which, eh. Mm. And, but then they get former Cy Young Award winner Rick Purcello, who had a down year, but, you know, one thing about Brody Van Wagenen is that he creates depth. He had all the depth on the infield last right. season, and now he's trying to get depth at the starting position because really, you know, it, and it creates competition. So if Waka wants to hang around, yeah. he's got he's to fight an uphill battle, and at worst— Waka will go into the bullpen where he went last year for the Cardinals. Well, Brody can do that now because one of his other uh, former clients, Cespedes, uh, saved him twenty twenty five million dollars. So his by ba- not by not forcing his story of falling off a horse or whatever his, it was in court. Yeah, his so yeah his base salary of twenty nine million has been reduced to six, saving the Mets <laughs> saving the Mets so much because yeah they were ready to go to litigation. They were. Is ready he going to have to shake the cushions in his couch, or you think he'll get by? I mean, so long as he keeps you know saying, "Hey, I'm coming back," then he'll be fine, and you know he'll make. I it. saw a picture of him hitting in the middle of winter. Yeah. So it remains to be seen, but yeah, of course, Johan uh, Cespedes who broke an ankle. Uh, according to him, it was stepping in a hole, but everybody said, "Were you horseback riding?" He said, "No." And the Mets went with that story, but after some further investigation, they after were, further review, they decided to the Mets were prepared to go to court, uh, right. an arbitrator to uh, get you know as the Mets usually do with these insurance policies and whatnot. So, so what do you what do you think really happened? I he think, fell off a table at a stripper club. No, or no, I think I think he was uh, dismounting from a horse 
and he did step in a hole and broke his ankle. But he should not have, because don't forget, this is a guy who's coming off double um, heel surgery because of calcifications on his foot. And yeah, well, that's what happens when you dig your feet in the spurs. It's true. That's a very good point. And so now he's, so he broke his ankle, and the Mets were ready to. So they came to a compromise instead of instead of he instead of Yo getting no money. Yo gets uh, (laughs) – it's reduced. Plus, now the Mets have $20-plus million that they can spend at free agency. And And the Mets don't have to – the players' union won't have to say, hey, don't go to the Mets no matter what you do. Right. Well, I mean, now that Cohen's going to be the – you know, the owner, and he's putting some money down. They're gonna, they're gonna want to do all that. So that remains. Yeah, well, that's that, so if you're a Mets fan, that's great. Yeah, of course it is. It's good to see. So, uh, and it's nice to also see that in free agency this year, there's a lot of, lot of uh, names being moved already, which is nice. Because uh, last year, don't forget, we had to wait till March to get you know Bryce Harper to sign, and, and... yeah, there was like a bottleneck. Well, also, there's not. There's a, a less of a jump. There's a, I'm sorry, larger jump between, um, like, the top free agents from last year, Harper, and, I mean, these were mega stars with mega bucks, you know, right. wanting attached to their names. And so now this season there isn't that one. And also because you look at the World Series and since everything is what's new mm-hmm. in, in Major League Baseball, well, pitching won it. I mean, every starter in the World Series this this past this past year was uh, a, pretty much an ace on any other staff. Patrick Corbin, Scherzer, Strasburg. Yeah, so pitching good. It's still true in baseball. A lot of things have changed, but uh, one thing is true: good pitching beats good hitting. Right, and then you know with the Astros with Cole and. and but unfortunately and like, for the fans, these highest you know, like Cole, these highest uh, Wheeler, you know, all these big contracts. I mean, these are guys you're only going to see once every five days. Yeah, but I mean, you know, that doesn't, you know. No, but these aren't. These also, you know, somebody like Cole is not injury prone. He's not somebody who has, who has an issue. With oh that. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not as big a risk. No, so it it just makes more sense, and uh, also with that comes, you know, the likelihood that they will stay safe and they will be okay. So, but I mean, Rendon, like that was one, you know, and also you're seeing the teams that are signing these guys, the the Angels. And the Yankees, they need to keep pace. They need to keep themselves relevant. I mean, not that the Yankees are going anywhere, but I mean, it's been eleven years since they made it to the yeah. World Series. Which well, they're tra- they're just keeping up to tradition. Right, Yankees. And then the, the Angels are trying to build one. I mean, they don't know what to do, so they're trying to get another hitter around Trout since they they missed out on yeah. Cole. But Trout, Trout, Cole House, and really, it's, it's sad. It's it's like a waste of talent. It is, and you know they needed the pitching, but they just so they get Tony two bags, so good for them. Um, moving over to the uh, Hall of Fame in baseball, uh, the Veterans Committee um, voted in Ted Simmons. Right. Uh, I, I, I was a Ted Simmons fan only because uh, how many? I think he was a National League leader in switch hit home runs for a catcher. Uh, well, 248 home runs in his career, a 285 batting average, hitter, yeah. uh, across 21 years. Uh, well, well, but still, longevity. Yeah, yeah but course. the idea to be a be a switch hit, uh, to be a good hitter as a catcher, being how your hands get beat up and stuff like that, and your legs. Yeah, 
So, you know, to do it from both sides of the plate, you know, you don't have to pinch hit for you. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on with that. He, he was a good guy. Right. Um, early in his career. But the average, how do you get into the Hall of Fame with that kind of batting average? Well, don't forget this is the Veterans Committee, and, you know, Harold Baines got in last year. And you know Harold Baines was a compiler. He was never, you know. So that's that's that's. The so downside. these are all stars, not superstars. Right, but that's that's what the so the Veterans Committee is just like. Look, who do you think we missed? The writers missed out because don't forget, Veterans Committee yeah. is based is um, for uh, Hall of Fame players and some executives. It's not right. the writers. The writers are the one who who vote you in for the for the for the main. Right, ballot. they represent us. More. Right. This is this is a, another filter. Like, is there anybody who fell through that we didn't that we missed yeah. the first time? So for some of them, it's you know Harold Baines. For others, it's you know Duke Snyder or not Duke Snyder, uh, you know Gil Hodges or some of these other guys too. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Um. On and then of course the main ballot, which should be coming up pretty soon. Uh, we've talked about a little bit, but. It seems like right now it's likely to be um, Jeter, of course, and then, you know, oh, also with the uh, um, Veterans Committee, they also, uh, Marvin Miller, the longtime, mm. was he, um, leader of the Major League, um, uh, ah, shoot, the Players Union. He was like mainly yeah. the main Players guy. Players Association. Yeah, Players yeah. Association, so that was a big one too. Oh, also with um, baseball, uh, news broke last night that, the um, Major League Baseball umpiring union will be working in cooperation with the um, computerized strike zone, which will be mm. interesting to see how that plays out. So they'll pay them more money to do less. Or at least say... Yeah, let the robot help out. Well, because it all... Well, it actually, it, it's better they do it now than as the years go on. That's the future. Right, exactly. So either you know, become a relic and die out or... Work. Well, that, that league up by you does, um, does that. Oh, the... Um, and all the games, the minor league. The the Atlantic League, the uh, most successful independent league in the United States. That's right. Cool. Um, yeah, so they're trying all that stuff. So you know what? Let's, you know, better to be on the front end of it and work with them. And this is the union. Right. This is the umpires union going forward. Now, now, what will they have? They'll have like a, some kind of audio, you know, in, uh, in earpiece or whatever. And this happens, then there's a slight delay, and they try to make it smooth. And I forget how that works. Yeah, because somebody's calling it down to them, right? And then they're telling us, the umpire. Yeah, but I mean, with some of these, some of these umps, they take a they take a half second to call it a strike or a ball anyway. So I don't see. So it. that'll those guys will be. Uh, will be featured in right. the national games. You know, and, and just as the future goes on with technology, I mean, you've heard, you know, yeah. you know about Google Glasses and the way that... Yeah. So pretty much pretty soon, I mean, you get it on your phone, you can see it pretty much immediately as well. You know, in a couple right. of years, I'm not saying this season, but in a couple of years as technology grows, these umpires are going to have glasses that have heads-up displays so they'll be able to see, like the right. same way we can see the yellow line for... Uh, for the first and they'll down. have that at the bases for safe and out. Sure, they'll have any of those things. So it'll, but still, them being able to be the ones to call it, and so to have that slight human element because we're not ready to turn it over completely to 
uh, AI, which so analytics and AI. That's 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 the future for almost all sports. I those guess. those are the buzzwords. Those are the the hot topics of all that. So okay. Meanwhile, the ticket price goes up. Well, I mean, it, at the same time, why why leave your house if you don't like the game? You can turn <laughs> it off. It's not the same. It's not the same. It isn't. It really isn't. You're right about that. That's for sure. Um, just very quickly in fantasy football, I had a terrible season this year. Um, my one league that I was good in, I, I was uh, ranked first, but I lost out last week mainly because of Alvin Kamara, um, which was mm. difficult. So, now how come you didn't get rid of him at some point? At, you know, the week three, like four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. At some point, didn't you? Nobody wants him. Is that it? Well, it's not. It's I. How could I? Have, how could I have necessarily improved? Because at any point in that offense, he should have been able. Because there were some weeks where he would get vultured uh, on the goal line, like Taysom Hill. It was like I'm not yeah. getting, Taysom Hill. All of a sudden, would get these Alvin Kamara type touchdowns. Uh, but you know, I, I was thinking about. I mean, I don't do the fantasy like you're doing all that. But yeah. you know, I was thinking that, that that there's guys that I've heard that they buy five, ten, fifteen, you know, thousands of dollars worth of uh, of plays. You know, you know, to win these week to week yes. uh, for cash. Yeah. And I was thinking when that Philly uh, running back, uh, Boston, I forget his last name, Boston, huh. the, the the Philadelphia Phillies, uh, Phillies. I'm sorry, the, the Eagles. Eagles running back. Okay. And that year, at that week, he had like 59 yards rushing and like 60 something yards, you know, passing or whatever. I'm thinking, like, who would have? I didn't even knew that guy was in the league. Right. But I'm, I'm sure these fantasy players must. You know, have some of these guys in in their plays. Well, of course, and also, I mean, that's why the these experts, the fantasy experts, they give you these ideas of like, hey, this is what we're seeing. This is, and they base it off of. Don't forget the injury reports and what other hmm. teams do. And then so, also, let's say the Vikings, for example, Monday night. Yeah, I like, mean, I there's going to be a third, fourth string, special teams guy, somebody. They're gonna third string, I think. Is the, Oh gosh, what's his name? Boone, I think. I think Matt. Have you seen him before? I mean, no. is this is this is this worth a play? Of course, it's worth a play because they have nothing. They they can't just Cousins is not just going to throw the ball, and if he does, there's going to be times when he <laughs> he'll needs be to, doomed. But even if he does, he's still going to have to check down at some time. So you're still yeah. going to get some PPR, some you know uh, points but per he reception. Does throw, he throws well, rolling left, and that's and and that's not usual for right hand quarterback. No, it's not. So somebody like Boone would be a great pickup. Unfortunately, somebody got it in the in that in the league. So I had lost last sure. week, so I'm in my third place game. Uh, and so far, Debo uh, Debo Samuel actually has helped me out a little bit this week. So I'm very lucky uh, to help. So I'll have to. We'll see what what next week brings. And then we're in the semifinals for the Everyman Sports uh, Fantasy League with a. And there's no playoffs, right? No, there is playoffs. Oh, 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 okay. oh, you mean for NFL playoffs? No, 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 you don't. Uh, most we end week 16, the Everyman Sports Fantasy Football League ends week 17 because right. with something, one more week. You can't play for one more week because then the, the problem is is that because so many of these teams, you know, either they're going to rest up for the playoffs or they don't have anything to play for, then you get a lot right. more third and fourth stringers. So who you play in your fantasy team is a very much a crapshoot, but I find that fun. So that's just me. Mm-hmm. So, 
All right, Dad. Well, thanks very much for joining me this week. It's been great, and uh, we'll we'll talk again. Christmas Christmas Day, probably. Sounds good. All right. Happy Merry Hanukkah. Christmas. Happy Hanukkah to everyone. All that stuff. Andrew, happy Hanukkah. Take it away. This has been another episode of Everyman Sports. The show's music is Cold Funk by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under CC Attribution 3.0. Everyman Sports can be found on Facebook.com, where you can like it to receive updates and news. Visit Everyman Sports in the iTunes Store to leave a review of the show. Also, visit everymansports.podbean.com directly to comment and support. Everyman Sports can be contacted directly at everymansports at gmail.com.